But the other side of that is that you have to make sure that you're keeping up a decent cadence so they don't forget about you, right? If a friend of yours texts you once a month and you don't reply, then that might not be much of a friendship, right? So keeping up the cadence on that channel and keeping it healthy is important too. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we're dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I am your host, Chase Clymer. And today, coming all the way from beautiful Denver, Colorado, um, a good friend of mine, Adam Turner. How are you doing, Adam? Hey, Chase. Thanks for having me on. I am feeling great, but a little bit chilly these days. So, uh, Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cold in Columbus too. And I'm going to be flying there. Actually, one week from today, I'm going to be flying. And he's Adam's actually going to be speaking at a Shopify meetup we're putting on in Denver next week as well. Yeah. The last one was killer. So I'm excited. Awesome. So I haven't even told people what you do yet. They just know that you're cool. Um, so Adam is the CEO of PostScript, which is an SMS marketing tool. We'll get into that in a minute. Adam's got a pretty cool background. So take us back, Adam. What was your first job that kind of took you down this path of you know digital marketing and e-commerce? Yeah. So I feel like every entrepreneurial story doesn't uh, start out without a failure. So um, about 5 years ago, my brother and I started a, a consumer gaming business. And for about a year and a half, we were working outside of uh, a kitchen, eating bean and cheese burritos all day, and uh, w- things did well, but they didn't do well enough. So that was that was a nice big failure. But I ended up uh, going to, as they say, lick my wounds um, at an e-commerce company. Uh, so I was at Stack Commerce, which is a uh, a company that runs white labeled e-commerce stores for publishers. So like running the CNN store and the Mashable store, right? So we had dozens of, of e-commerce stores that we were running. And I was in charge of uh, like product management and growth over there. So that's kind of where my background fits into this e-com stuff. And no more burritos? <laughs> no more burritos. Though I do like to make some ramen every now and then just to like, uh, you know, go back to my roots. Awesome. Awesome. So anyways, you can get back into it. I'm sorry. I, I cut you off there. <laughs> no, no. It's all good. Um, so basically, while I was there, um, we, we had like a, an email list that had 6 million people on it. And it was growing at a steady rate. But basically, like our returns were diminishing over time. And whether that's because of the email strategy or just um, email click-through rate declining in general, I saw that paired along with our mobile traffic, basically increasing from... 50% to close to 70% by the time I left. So like these two trends were sort of pointing me off to what was happening in e-com. And then that on top of like Facebook ads. Like I think any e-commerce entrepreneur can understand the Facebook ad like CPM, CPC crisis right now. And we were seeing that a lot. We were spending millions of dollars every month on, on Facebook and, and the CACs were just increasing, right? So um, all of this combined with like a buddy of mine running a Shopify store being like, I wish I could text my customers. Um, that that sort of spurred the idea of just at least trying to build an SMS platform. Um, and since then, it's just been this crazy wild ride. We launched about a year ago, run over 4,000 shops, um, and just listening to our customers and building what we think is the right thing for them. That's amazing. So just to kind of clarify here, so how, how are these people texting their customers? Is it through like a dashboard? Where are they getting these texts? Where are they getting these numbers from? You know, How's it work? 
Yeah, so it's it's uh, the easiest way to explain it is is we're kind of like Mailchimp, but for SMS, right? So in the same way that you would work with an email service provider like Mailchimp or Klaviyo, um, we focus specifically on SMS, right? So everything has messaging pipes underneath, which which has some interesting implications in, in the type of product that we build, right? Because everything has to be two way. So we have campaigns and we have automations and all that good stuff, but we also integrate with every help desk. So when people reply. Um, their customer support team can handle it inside Zendesk or Gorgeous or anything like that. Um, and then we have different interesting tools for acquisition, um, like keywords where people can text in a keyword to subscribe to a shop. So people are running like national TV campaigns with their PostScript keywords in them to try and build their SMS list. So it's, it's, it's similar to email, but in a lot of ways, it's different. That's super cool, and it's a creative way that that running a, a like a you know like a TV ad or something or. A, a... What is what? What's the other thing where they talk radio, kind of like podcasts? Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And having a texting uh, call to action—that's pretty fun because you know it's pretty quick. Yeah, people are people are doing some really interesting things. They're um, they're putting it all over their packaging or like cards inside their packaging to build their SMS list, and then also they're running um, Facebook lead ads that pipe directly into PostScript. So essentially, with one click on a Facebook lead ad, they can. Uh, Start building their SMS list, and you know if you can acquire a phone number for um, a couple dollars or a dollar or two, and then flip it for fifty dollars on the other end, and that's a super interesting prospect for a lot of our customers. That is super cool. Support for today's podcast comes from our friends at Simpler, a new way to staff twenty four seven sales and customer service on your e commerce store. It works with your existing email and chat platforms, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler's network of on-demand US-based Simpler specialists are standing by to answer your customers' most common questions. Set it up for free today and then turn it on or off depending on your customer volume. You only pay $2.25 for every resolution. There are no hidden fees, contracts, or minimums. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat around the clock with Simpler specialists. Start your free 7-day trial at simpler.ai slash honest. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I slash H-O-N-E-S-T. You know, how's texting when you consider like GDPR and all the crazy stuff that's going on with, you know, spam these days and, and how Europe it's it's a completely different monster than here in America? Yeah, so it's it's super interesting, um, and and I gotta give some credit to our government for this. But they were thinking ahead; they kind of saw what happened with email, um, and they created all the laws beforehand with with robocalls and text messaging to sort of protect the consumer, which I think is is great in the long run. So, uh, text messages are are regulated by what we call the TCPA, um, and that it's it's think about like GDPR can spam, but like 10x, right? So. What does that mean? You you need explicit written consent from the consumer that they want to be texted, right? So that can come in the form of them texting your number to opt in or an unchecked uh, checkbox on checkout or on any other forms with TCPA compliant language. And and there's a lot that like that, that goes into that, um, but uh, that, that that's the brief overview. And then on top of that, um, waking hours, right? So you can't text people at night. You don't want to be waking people up, and there's laws around that. So you can't text people before 8 a.m. in their local time and after 9 p.m. on the local time. So that type of stuff is uh, is super important. 
And it really, and if there's one thing that people take away from the podcast is that you should get compliant immediately, even if you're not going to be doing SMS for a few months in whatever platform you're going to be going on, you need to be collecting your phone numbers compliantly. So like, it, it really breaks my heart when people download PostScript and they come on and they think that they can use all of their previous phone numbers and they can't. And, and the liability is about $500 to $1,500 per message. So we're talking for bigger stores, tens of millions of dollars in liability if they use their previous phone numbers. So my one takeaway is please get compliant because I talk to stores all the time that just wish they could use their phone numbers from the past. But if they get the language right, um, then they can. So uh, that that's super important. And, and we think of ourselves as like a compliance first organization. And we really want to pass that on to the market just so everybody stays healthy. Cool. I actually like that right there. Uh, I want to talk about that a bit more. So not being compliant is a big pain in the butt. I would so say I have a store right, and I'm doing doing all right. I'm pretty successful. I'm seeing some cool stuff with my automations through emails. We kind of figured out our Facebook funnel, and we can you know we can pretty much predict what we're going to make every month depending on what we're going to put into marketing. Now, so I'm sitting on this list of phone numbers that I have from the Shopify store. Are they still just absolutely useless, or should I think outside the box on how do I get these people that I already know to opt in? You know, so are people doing some remarketing on Facebook with specific language to get them to join their list? Are people emailing them saying, "Hey, we actually got a you know we got texting as well"? Like, which one would you prefer? Like, have you, what have you seen people do that have been in that situation? Yeah. So, and it's funny because I've heard you say before that um, people ask, you know, is email dead? And email is certainly not dead, right? I would say that before you think about text messaging, you should have your email strategy down pat, right? So that's the first thing. And then if you have old phone numbers, um, basically the easy way is that you just cannot use any of them, right? So how do you quickly build a list, especially coming up on Black Friday or any other holidays? You you, you want to be able to build a list and get inside their text message inbox instead of their email inbox. Um, you can do that a couple different ways. But the best way by far is to email all of your current list and ask if they want to or, or incentivize them to subscribe to SMS. And uh, we provide short links that you can put inside your emails where if they click it on mobile, it'll just pre-populate a text inside their text message app and they, they can just click send and be subscribed. Or if they're on desktop, they go to a landing page that has a a form fill to put in their phone number, but definitely incentivize those opt-ins so that you can um, essentially spread your uh, contact list across multiple channels, similar to uh, going on Facebook Messenger or any other channels. Right? You want to build up all those lists everywhere. Right? You don't just want to be on Facebook. You want to be on Instagram, Snapchat, all that good stuff. It's a very similar type of thinking. And uh, I, I know that I know that you're a fan of Gary Vee, and I am too. Um, but th- the way we see SMS right now is kind of like the early days of Google Ads and Facebook Ads, right? It's a, it's a brand new channel. Um, and so brands that are really diving all in are getting all the benefit right now, right? While the CTRs are high, while the open rates are high. Um, so we, we kind of see it like that. Yeah, I just hope that it doesn't become as gimmicky as I want to say that Facebook chat almost became there, which was like, if you're not on Facebook chat, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> I think there's a way to market anything without being overbearing and you know just ruining the experience for your customer. So, you know, keep that in mind. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we see we see all different types of strategies from our customers, and uh, what we've seen is that if you you know treat this like um, email and that you send you send it's you send multiple campaigns a week or multiple campaigns a month even um, it, it burns out the channel very quickly so you want to be 
definitely very respectful of every single person on your list and be mindful of how many how many messages you're sending out to them and the different messages that you want to send right um text messaging is for important things like product drops and uh shipment notifications and that type of stuff it's not a it's it's certainly not a silver bullet or a, a panacea for for your marketing needs let's be honest today all of your customers are going to have questions. And what are you doing to manage all those questions? Do you have a help desk for your business? One of our sponsors of today's episode is Gorgeous. And Gorgeous is the number one rated help desk for e-commerce. It integrates seamlessly with Shopify. We have installed it on a bunch of stores. It's also used by brands like Movement and Rothy's. And what it does is it takes all of your customer insights and information, brings it into one amazing dashboard so you can solve their problem as quickly as possible. If you want to give Gorgeous a try, visit gorgeous.link slash honest. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-N-E-S-T to get your second month free. Yeah. So let's talk about like how those two channels kind of play against each other. I guess asking for hard numbers would be a weird uh, thing to ask. But like, so say for a store that's sending like uh, an email a week, you know, a campaign a week, obviously sending a text on the same frequency might be, you know, going too far, especially since it's the open rate's a lot higher. The engagement's got to be a lot higher. I feel like you're going to burn through the, you know, your customer giving you that. That invite into their into their cell phone into their hand. Uh, if you're sending it on the same frequencies as emails, is that something that you guys see on your end as well? Yeah, absolutely. If you're sending one email a week, um, then sending a text on that cadence will definitely um, exhaust your list, right? And, and on top of that, text messaging is really expensive, right? Verizon's taking their cut; they're taking their couple cents per message, right? And, and that stuff matters. So. Um, not only is it, it might it burn out your list, but you're also going to be spending a lot of money just trying to keep up the channel, right? So, what we recommend if you're sending uh, a, a newsletter a week on email is probably at most a campaign a month, right? But that also depends on what you're doing that month. If we're talking November, you might want to send something on Black Friday, and then also if you're coming out with a new product line earlier in the month, that might be important to send there. Mm -hmm. um, but what we what we suggest for opening up the channel to to better engagement is really utilizing like the two way manner of the channel, right? So what that looks like is when someone clicks purchase on your site, uh, giving them a purchase confirmation and letting them know that they can reply at any time to be in, in touch with a service rep. That creates like the magical moments that will build up your brand and your trust in that channel, so that when you do want to send a campaign out, it's that much more effective, right? So. What that looks like is, you know, hey, thanks for your order. Let us know if you need anything else here, right? And then people reply. They say, when is it going to be shipped? Is it going to get here in time for Christmas? And you can reply back to them, create a nice customer experience. And then next time when you send a promotion through that channel, they'll be like, oh, this is, this is the company that I know, right? I was just chatting with someone on here. This is probably them sending me a message, right? So you have to engage with it similar to how, you know, you might engage with a friend over text message. Um, but the other side of that is that you have to make sure that you're keeping up a decent cadence so they don't forget about you, right? If a friend of yours texts you once a month and you don't reply, then that might not be much of a friendship, right? So keeping up the cadence on that channel and keeping it healthy is important too. Absolutely. Um, so I kind of want to go back to something you said there that texting is expensive. So how's that compare to say emails? I already know the answer. I'm just gonna. Let, I want you to talk about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it it really depends on the type of volume you're sending. Obviously, with with more volume, you get um, better discounts. Um, but you're looking at uh, you know one to two cents or more per message, and especially if you're sending a GIF um, or a photo, that's going to cost you possibly two or three times as much. Uh, we have seen that, uh, especially for for example, like high end women's fashion brands, the photos and GIFs are the key to the text message. They really make um, the whole deal. But for everything else, um, SMS is pretty good. Um, but yeah, it, with, with email, you you might be talking uh, a couple cents per thousand emails. So it's uh, a couple orders of magnitude difference, which is um, why we think you know managing the engagement on the channel and not using it like email will save your wallet and also save your list. Cool. So let's flip it though. Like, what's the the value of that phone number versus like the value of an email? As you know, let's talk lifetime values or just however you like to compare it. Yeah. So I, I use um, like my previous experience in ecom just to like get the lifetime values of emails, but it, it totally differs per brand, right? For my last job, it was um, between five to ten dollars per email address. So we could acquire an email for a dollar, and then we would eventually make five to ten dollars from it. Um, and what we're seeing with our brands on SMS is for a single phone number that you've gathered compliantly, um, you could be getting that same LTV every 30 days from that phone number, right? So if your li- entire lifetime value of a phone number is 12 months, then you're talking um, 12 times more LTV for a phone number than for an email, right? But again, these are just very broad numbers. And... Um, it really depends on what type of brand you're running and how you're using the channel. If you're sending a campaign every week, uh, I can't vouch for the, the same numbers. But uh, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely right now, we're seeing the type of stuff that, that people saw early on with um, you know Google Ads and, and Facebook Ads. Awesome. Cool. Um, well, first of all, I want to thank, thank you for coming on the show today. Um, I know that you've got some awesome stuff that you want to share. So first of all, if you're going to get into SMS and you want to kind of explore that for your business, going back to almost the beginning of the conversation is you want to be compliant. So PostScript actually has got a cool... Um, Compliance guide uh, that we're going to link to in the show notes. Um, but if you're one of those people that doesn't like show notes, it's just going to be postscript.io/slash compliance. Uh, so you can check that out if this is something that you want to do. And then, Adam, I'll let you share the awesome offer that you guys are, are giving to the listeners because that's actually fantastic. Yeah. So, for, um, for also for compliance, something, something I added earlier was uh, if you don't want to type in that address, you can just text compliance to 29071. And you'll just get a link to that. And we don't collect your email address or anything. We just want the market to be super helpful. And so we've worked with the best TCPA law firm to create that guide. Now, for Honest Ecom listeners, just because I love the podcast, um, you can text HONEST to 29071. And uh, we'll give you your first 30 days free and we'll white glove onboard you onto our platform. And so we know that SMS can be sort of daunting and it's a new channel for people and they want the best practices set up, for, set up from the start. And so um, we're just going to do that for all the listeners. Um, and if you have any questions, you can also just text our team there um, and uh, we'll be available. Awesome. Adam, is there anything else that you think that uh, would be worthwhile to share with our listeners today? Just uh, get compliant and start collecting compliant phone numbers because you'll be you'll be thanking yourself uh, in the future for for making that decision, uh, no matter what platform you use. So so please please let's let's keep this market healthy and let's keep these customers happy with the way they use the channel. Awesome, dude! Thank you so much for coming on the show, and I'm looking forward to having a beer with you next week. All right, see you next week, Chase. 
I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their journey and knowledge with us today. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our businesses. Links and more information will be available in the show notes as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, feel free to reach out and learn more at electriceye.io slash connect. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave an amazing review. Thank you.